0: I can see really clearly now how I thought I would stop having challenges altogether when I hit a certain income goal. Saying it out loud, I can hear how silly that sounds. And yet, I'll be honest, that really was how I was thinking about it. I thought life and business were smooth sailing after a certain point. So imagine my surprise when my best income months ever showed up right alongside an unexpected loss and the grief that came with it. So in today's episode, I'm sharing a quick life update and what I learned about taking a life-first approach to my business, plus how I'm happier than ever and continuing to hit those big income months on the other side. Yes, really. It's my hope that in sharing this, you don't have to have an experience that shakes you to decide to prioritize the things that really matter to you now, rather than waiting for that next income goal. If you're someone who feels like your business is the most important thing, you're always thinking about it, or when you get to a certain point, then you'll make time to have a life, this episode is for you. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Joyce Weber, the mindset coach and business mentor that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily and the results you see because of it. All success starts with the right mindset and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. Hello, hello, my simple shifters. I hope your week is off to an incredible start. I am coming to you today with a bit more of a personal share. And the reason I really want to tell you the story behind this is because it really did shift my mindset in such a big way. And this experience, even though it was probably one of the most difficult things I've ever been through, really did change the way that I show up in my life and business daily and I just think that there is so much that I learned throughout this process and am continuing to learn that I really want to share with you. I really want you to understand how we can intellectually know something but until we have that experience, until we go through it, It can be really difficult to almost internalize it or apply those teachings, but I'm going to try to share this with you to the best of my ability, because my hope is that you don't have to have an experience that really shakes you in order to start applying these teachings, these life lessons to your business now for more results. And I think that that is really the main takeaway here is that all of these lessons made me a better business owner, but they also made me a better human being. And I think that there is just something so valuable about really viewing our experiences as lessons and taking those and moving forward in a new, different, and better way. So what I want to start off with sharing with you is that back in August, we had to say a rather sudden goodbye to our three-year-old puppy, Samson, and I was absolutely devastated. Now, Samson has had some, or had had some health issues throughout his life, but it was always kind of, you know, little things here and there and They would be concerning at the time, but then he would seem to move through them and we didn't really think that there was anything more to it or we just thought that he was kind of a fragile guy and sometimes this stuff happens and that was it. Well, apparently that was not the case because I had been away on a girl's trip on a vacation in August and he had had a recent trip to the vet where the vet had shared with me, you know, if he still doesn't look better after he's on these pain meds, don't sit on that. Definitely take him into the animal hospital. So I got a call from Brian on the Sunday before I was headed home. And he said, you know, he's still not looking that great. He's kind of like pacing around. He won't really lay down. He's not really himself. Should I take him in? And based on the vet's advice, I gave him the green light. I said, yeah, definitely take him in. Let's see if we can get to the bottom of why it is that he's kind of off and why it is that he seems like he is isn't quite right. So I think that we knew that something was up and it was a little more serious than some of the things that we had experienced before with him because he had had neck injuries and like random things come up from like playing too hard or whatever, right? Dogs will be dogs. But basically this time was different and it it felt different too. So when he was taken in, they thought that maybe he had, some sort of meningitis and that he would just be able to be on more steroids and he would probably be just fine and that's kind of the mindset that we went into this with thinking okay well like this isn't a big thing and hopefully he can just have more meds they kept him overnight at the animal hospital because they wanted to do an MRI and run some tests and we got a call on Monday night and They essentially prepared us that, you know, they were looking at two different things, that it could be bacterial infection, which actually most states require you to euthanize your dog if they have. And Colorado was not one of those states, but that terrified me. And the other one was something where he would need like antibiotics or something like that. It it wasn't serious at all. And we got a call back, I don't know, a half hour later or something like that, that it was of course (laughs) the, um, the more serious one. And the MRI had shown that he had like 10 plus spots on his spine where in some places his spine had fused together and other places, I guess you could just like see the infection and how it was like inflamed and affecting his spine and, clearly that was why he didn't really want to lay down was probably because all of that was putting pressure on that, making him super uncomfortable. So he just, I i mean, I can't even, <laughs> there really aren't words for how hard this hit me and how I really didn't think that this was this big of a a thing, right? Like I knew that he had health issues, but he was only three. Like I did not think that we would be looking at a infection that one put him in a lot of pain, but two also posed a bit of danger to humans with autoimmune disorders or other dogs too. It's also contagious. So it was really a really difficult decision to make because essentially he would have had to live like a life in quarantine. And we were talking to the vet and she's like, you know, this never really goes away. This it's something they're up against their entire lives. He wouldn't be able to, you know, play with other dogs. He wouldn't be able to go out to like dog parks and things like that. And it can also be dangerous to humans. So it was just, I can't, I don't even have words for the weight of that decision and how difficult it was for me to make because essentially, I mean... He was in the hospital, he was in the animal hospital for two nights at that point, and they, of course, like, gave him all of the pain meds, and he was comfortable, and they took amazing care of him, but essentially, when I saw him on his last day, he, like, looked like a normal dog, you know, and I, it just, like, absolutely broke my heart that I had to say goodbye, so that was probably... (laughs) like one of the most difficult decisions I I have ever had to make. I was absolutely devastated. Those of you who know me and have been following along for a little while know how much Samson showed up on Instagram stories, how much, like I spent every waking hour with that dog basically. Um, We went on runs together. We went on midday walks together. We Just, he would hang out with me in my office. We just spent so much time together and he was even a part of my personal brand. Some of my branding photos have Samson in those and it's just, he was just such a part of my life. And this was just so unexpected and so difficult and heavy and hard to move through And the reason that I'm telling you all of this is not because I think that all of you have similar situations going on, but I think that there is something to be said for 2020 being a year where there is a lot of unexpected stuff, a lot of grief, a lot of loss, a lot of hard things to move through. And I think that there is just so much that I learned from this experience That I took forward into how I live my life and business now. The first of which was just how grateful I was for support. I think that there are times when we see getting support in our business and we see getting support in our life as almost like a weakness sometimes or we think like oh we only really need support when something's wrong so and like that only happens every once in a while so do I really need long-term support or like everything's really good right now do I really need support right and I think that what this year especially has taught me is just how valuable support is because they're like things always come up right Whether it's like really hard and heavy stuff like this, or just like general life stuff where you're having trouble prioritizing what needs to be done, or how you can move through client challenges in your business or things like that. But I just, I felt so incredibly grateful that I had support in my life, in my business, all of that during this time, because having a coach while I was going through this was just so incredibly helpful not only because I have someone who I've built a relationship with and knows me and knows my challenges and knows my business and really can support me through that in a way that perhaps maybe a lot of other people wouldn't be able to if they hadn't known the backstory or as much about me or how I handle challenges, but It was just so permission giving, I think, to have that support because it would have been so easy for me to say, oh my gosh, I need to keep showing up in the business. Oh my gosh, I need to, like, I don't have time for this. I don't have space for this. Like, I can't deal with this right now. And it would have been so easy for me to like shove those feelings deeper down to really just ignore them altogether And you guys know that that stuff has a way of showing up later on and often much bigger than had we just felt our feelings at the time. So having that support to really remind me that there is no wrong way to grieve, that I can take the time that I needed to really feel my feelings around that and really just go through that experience and feel the heaviness and the weight of it and understand that it wouldn't always feel that intense, but it was okay that things felt like a mess. It was okay not to feel okay. It was okay to fall apart and that that didn't make me any less strong and that I was actually stronger because I could handle that because I could really feel my feelings and feel the weight of the circumstances and move through that. So that was just so helpful for me. And then the other piece of that was just the permission to like move everything business related. Like I'm talking, I was like ugly crying on the regular that week. And of course that's to be expected. Of course, this was absolutely devastating to me but just the permission to move client calls, to move sales calls, to simply do the bare minimum of showing up because I needed to take that time to take care of myself. And I think the thing that surprised me most about this experience was how having that kind of challenge in my life didn't automatically mean something bad for my business. And I don't mean that I didn't have fears around that. I definitely did. And again, that's why support was so incredibly helpful. But it was that reminder that the business would be fine. In fact, the business would be better than fine by me taking the time that I needed to really process what had just happened and to take care of myself. Some days that meant taking a two-hour bubble bath. Some days that meant getting outside and just tr- like trying to really process what had happened. Like. It looked different each day, but giving myself that permission to check in with clients when I felt up to it, but otherwise to really take a step back and just know that taking care of myself and doing life right now in that way was the most important thing. And I think that there would have been so much more fear that, oh my gosh, my business is going to suffer. What are people going to think? What is going to happen to my business? Like I can't take this time. Like there could have been so much more there Had I not given myself that permission to really just move through it in the best way that I could. And I think feeling my feelings there was just so incredibly valuable. The other thing that I realized through this was that it really shifted my perspective on the feelings that I could handle. I think that there was a point when this whole thing happened where I really doubted whether I would be strong enough to handle it. And I don't know exactly what I thought would happen. Like, I'm not really sure what I thought would be so like terrible or like what feeling would be so bad that I couldn't handle or anything like that. Like, I can't put my finger on what that was. It was more of this like vague fear that the feelings were going to be too intense, that I wasn't going to be able to make it through, that I wasn't going to be able to be there when he passed, that I just wasn't going to be able to handle all of this. And this experience really did show me how much I could handle. And really lessened the fear that I had around feelings in general. Now, you guys know that I talk all the time about how often in our business we're trying to achieve goals. We're trying to like hit that next level. We're trying to build it bigger or faster so that we can feel the feelings that we want to feel so that we can have the feelings we think all of those external circumstances are going to create for us. And I think the thing that was so valuable about this experience was that it made me less afraid of feelings in general. Like it has been so much easier to move through things that felt challenging in my business than ever before. I'm just trying to think like, I don't know that I would have realized how much I was avoiding certain uncomfortable actions or certain uncomfortable situations or circumstances in my business until I was on the other side of it, on the other side of this experience, having just handled some really difficult emotions and being able to move through things that probably would have taken me a lot longer to get on board with, taking actions that probably would have scared me a lot more, just generally being able to handle those feelings that came up in my business with so much more ease than I had ever experienced before. I hope that makes sense because I really did feel a shift around that and it's so interesting that I really do feel like I had to have this experience in order for me to understand that. And the thing about processing emotions and feelings around loss and grief and all of the really difficult things that came up is that it never really lasted that long, right? I think that sometimes we think that if we actually feel our feelings, we're never going to be able to get out of that, that it's just going to be this puddle of emotions that we're sitting in forever. And there's this book that my coach recommended that I absolutely love called Letting Go by David R. Hawkins. And there's a section in there where he talks about grief and talks about basically how most people really don't want to feel their feelings around grief. But if you really do that, if you really let that happen and allow that process and feel those feelings, that it doesn't really last longer than 15 minutes. And that was just so true for me. I found that if I really just let myself have a good cry, that it almost was like a wave. It didn't actually last long at all. And it just made it so much easier for me to move through my day without making myself wrong for that, without really feeling like, oh my gosh, I shouldn't be crying. I should be working on the business right now. I should be doing XYZ. I have so much on my list. Why am I, why do I feel this way? Like there could have been so many things that I made myself wrong for there and really just allowing the feelings to come as they did and cry when I needed to and step away when I needed to was just like, so helpful in moving through that. The next thing that I really noticed was how grateful I was that I had spent as much time with Samson as I had and how much I had prioritized really living my life as I grew my business. And I think that that's something that we could kind of gloss over and be like, yeah, of course you lived your life. Like, of course your business wasn't the whole thing. Of course you went on walks with him and runs with him and stuff like that. But to a certain extent, I always kind of felt guilty about that in one way or another. Like, oh, should I step away? Should I really go for this run? Should I really do this? Like, in the beginning of my business, that was really intense and that would still creep up from time to time, right? We know that our stuff doesn't usually go away entirely. It just kind of changes forms. So that would still pop up. And I think that this Experience really solidified for me how important that life first approach is. How important it was for me to spend the three years that I had with him doing the things that we both enjoyed doing. I am so grateful for every single run we went on, every single walk we went on, how much time we spent together. Like all of that has so much meaning for me right now. And I was just so grateful that I took that time with him and quite honestly, that was something that shifted for me moving forward as well. I realized through this experience, through purely just not having the mental space to even think about my business nearly as much as I used to how much better my business actually did because of that. And I think that this is just like absolutely wild because I had my best month ever, like ever in the coaching business during this whole ordeal, during this whole experience. And back to what I was saying earlier about having these challenges in your life, not need to mean something bad for your business, I was just shocked like I was shocked that I could have my best income months ever while I was ugly crying on the regular while I was thinking about my business less than ever before while I was not showing up in my business quite as often as I normally would. Now, granted, did I have like podcast episodes that I had pre-planned? And did I have content ready to go out? And did I have people on my team who were handling certain pieces of these things? Yes, of course. But I think that the, the bulk of it was that I wasn't thinking about the business nearly as much as I had in the past. And if you're someone who's sitting here listening to this and going, yeah, like I think about my business a lot. But I I just enjoy doing that. Like, I just enjoy being in my business. I enjoy thinking about my business. Like, that's what's most important to me. Then I totally get you. I totally understand where you're coming from because I feel like that was me. I felt like I would have been one of those people who are like, I don't really think about it that often. But when I actually think about how much I was thinking about the business, It was a lot, right? Like it was the first thing I thought about when I woke up in the morning. And then it was like me thinking about who I want to have on the podcast and then me thinking about what the first task I would accomplish would be and me thinking about what I was going to launch six months from now or like whatever, right? Like our brains do that thing, right? Where it's almost that like chatter in the background sometimes, where those are just the thoughts that happen. And that's where our brain goes to. And I think that that was true for me. I felt like even if I wasn't necessarily working in my business, it was definitely almost always on my mind. And when this happened with Sam, that shifted in such a massive way because I just didn't have the brain space for it. I was like processing grief and loss and trying to understand how this happened and how I didn't see it coming and like all like all of these feelings and emotions that came up and so many other things right just like the general heaviness of it and I just didn't think about my business nearly as much as I had goodness probably like since I've had my business right And I think that was amazing for me because I saw how I didn't need to think about it 24-7. And I actually saw how me thinking about it 24-7 was counterproductive. It actually made me feel like I was always thinking about the business and the business was the most important thing and like the business, the business, the business, but I wasn't necessarily taking productive actions during those times to build the business. So the shift for me here was really in taking that life first approach and really giving myself that space to grieve and giving myself that space to process and not think about my business and really think about all of the other things that were going on and felt heavy that I actually showed up better in my business when I was in it. And I just think that this is like one of those kind of counterintuitive things where I feel like for me, I had to experience it before I would have believed someone else telling me that. So (laughs) I really encourage you if you're listening to this right now and you're like, but no, like the business is the most important thing. I really encourage you to think about whether that is really true is it true that the business is the most important thing? Or is it just that you feel like you need to be thinking about it constantly in order to see results? And I think that that was the boat that I fell in. That was where I got it wrong, so to speak, because I did not need to be thinking about the business 24-7. My business did much better when I was not thinking about the business 24-7. I mean, I was nailing sales calls when I was in it. I was like writing the best content when I was in it. I was doing things at like such a higher level and not necessarily even like working harder or spending more time in it or anything that kind of like comes out there that our brain's like, oh, well, she must have been spending more time than her. She must have been hustling harder. Like none of that. Same amount of time, same amount of effort, like same amount of all of it. But I think that energy behind it was just entirely different because instead of me feeling like it was this constant hum of business in my head, it was actually like when I was in it, I was in it, you know, like I was just fired up about it and there was such an energy shift there. That was really the difference that I experienced there and it felt so much better too, so That was just like my mind was blown because I went from thinking about the business 24 7 feeling like I had to be thinking about the business 24 7 to get results to basically having zero mental space for that only being able to do the things that I absolutely needed to do in my business rescheduling calls that I had to move because I was like ugly crying and all of that right and just shifted those things. And of course, once that initial wave of grief like passed and a few days passed, it became easier for me to show up with less of that like heaviness that was there when Sam, when we first lost Sam. But I think that the difference is as I was processing that and as I was moving through that, as the weeks came after. I really was putting more importance on my life. I was really putting more importance on what is it that I have to do to take care of me today? Like, what do I need? And that was the most important thing for the weeks that followed. And I think I remember there was one afternoon where Brian and I went paddleboarding. He was off from work and it was something that I had always wanted to do this summer and I just hadn't gotten around to it yet. And I was like, this will be the perfect thing because getting outside, nature is good for the soul. And I will just take care of myself in this way. Like I feel very calm around the water. So just being out and on the lake and with Brian and just really able to take care of myself in that way felt so good, but it also helped me to realize how I could do these things anyway. I could still go paddle boarding. I could still think about something other than the business. I could still prioritize other things and that my business actually did better because of it. I just think that this is like, it's so wild how this happens because if you had told me this before... I had this experience of losing Sam, I would have not believed you. I would have been like, yeah, I mean, that's fine. Like, good for you. I'm glad you can do that. But like, I really do want to think about my business all the time. Or I really do want to like, you know, be showing up in my business, like in this way. Right. But seeing how I could really step away And really feel so much more fueled when I was in my business coming back to it made me realize that there was really something to this life first approach. So that is something that I have continued to take forward with me as I've been showing up in my life and business is really turning down the dial on how much I'm thinking about the business and how much importance I'm putting there and really trying to prioritize the life stuff really trying to prioritize my own self-care, my own ability to tackle some of the things that I want to do in my life to really make that as important as the business. Because at the end of the day, the business is just a job, right? And I think that In entrepreneurship, we put so much pressure on the business sometimes or more like, no, we have to make X amount of money and it has to feel this way and we have to show up and like conquer the world. And I'm not saying that any of those things are necessarily bad, but I think that the amount of weight and importance we put on it sometimes makes it really difficult to one, see the results we want. And two, to really enjoy life. Like that's why we're here, right? Like that's why we want all of the incredible results in our business is because what it actually creates for us in our life. And I think that the process of building the business, the process of showing up every day in a job that I freaking love and I freaking love supporting my clients in this way. And I freaking love the results that they get. And how many more times can I say that? But like It's just so good, like that is why I am in this business. But I can be in this business and I can support my clients 100%. I can show up for them 100%. But I can also still really, really deeply enjoy my life too. And I think that somewhere along the way here, like somewhere along the way of building my business up, I forgot that piece or maybe not even forgot, like maybe forgot's not the right word. It's almost like I didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't know that it could be better. I think that's the thing. I didn't know that if I wasn't thinking about the business 24-7, that it would feel so much better when I was showing up in my business and that I would actually see far more results and I would have my best income months ever. Like, I just don't think I, I just didn't know what I didn't know. And now that I do know that, that's the lesson that I really want to share with you is that If you are someone who is putting that much pressure that much importance on your business, I really encourage you to think about what what are the things you want to accomplish in your life? Like, what are the things that you want to do in your life? And is there space for those now? How can you start creating those experiences for yourself now? And how can you really be sure that like you are showing up how you want to on the regular? Ladies, as I shared in today's episode, I feel like I've totally hit my stride in life and business, and it feels really damn good. The thing is, I know in the depths of my soul, it is 100% possible for you to truly thrive as well. And it all starts with cultivating the mindset you need to create a business that's aligned to what you want and how you want to create it. A mindset that supports you in taking more of the right actions in your business so you can see more results. And a big part of creating those results is shifting your mindset around sales so you can sell in a way that feels good and start closing more of them. I only have three spots left for future you one-on-one coaching. So if you're looking to create the thriving life and business you desire, hop on over to my free sincere sales coaching call where you can get a taste of what coaching with me is like together. We'll uncover your biggest mindset challenge when it comes to sales, and you'll leave with one simple action you can take for more results. I only do a limited number of these each week, so be sure to grab your spot at AmandaJoyceWeber.com slash Sincere Sales before they're gone. What's that quote? It's like, the way you live your days is the way you live your life. I think that that is so, so true in what I'm talking about today because I can tell you, like, I feel like I have freaking hit my stride in life and business. I feel phenomenal. I feel amazing. I feel like the business is doing better than ever. I personally feel better than I have felt in ages. And I just think that that, that is just so huge for me. The fact that I came out of this experience and on the other side of it can say hey I can see how this shifted my mindset in such an incredible way I can see how this was such a valuable experience for me to have and I can see how I'm a better business owner and a better human being because of it and it's changed the way I live my life like yes I will take that right like it sucked when I was going through it I don't wish this experience on anyone but I think that If that's the takeaway, if the takeaway is that I totally changed the way that I'm living my life on a daily basis and I'm running my business on a daily basis and it showed me exactly how supported I am in family and friends and business coaching and all of this, like that's like some really powerful stuff. And I think that that is what I'm so grateful to this experience for is that I could move through that. I could learn those lessons and I can come here today and record this and tell you like, Hey, this is what I learned. This is what changed me. And I feel better than I have in a really long time. So just prioritizing life first has been such a game changer for me, like such a monumental shift. And I really encourage you to try it. Even if you're listening to this and you're saying, yeah, like, but I really, the business is just the most important thing. Like I really, the business, the business, the business, right? Cause I've been there. I would have done, I would have said that exact same thing. But I really encourage you, like, try it, give it two weeks, see if you feel a difference, see if you feel better, because that was what had happened to me. That was when I was like, okay, there's definitely something to this, because not only do I feel better than ever, but I am getting better results than ever before, right? So that is really what my biggest takeaway is. That is what I'm really hoping to impart on you today so that you don't have to have a difficult experience before you decide to show up in your daily life the way that you want to, the way that you really want to run your business and live your life, and that that is so available to you right now. But I did want to share at the end of this that we have a new puppy. His name is Oliver, Ollie for short, and he is a Border Collie Labrador Retriever mix we got him when he was eight weeks old. He was a rescue dog. He was at a kill shelter in Texas, and Colorado is like such a dog culture that they import them (laughs) so that we can adopt them. So we got him here at a shelter in Colorado, and he has just been the biggest burst of joy in our life and it is just like so much fun to watch him learn and watch him grow and have new life experiences and just to have that bright spot again has been just so amazing for us and and so much fun so I did want to share that too that we have absolutely been loving that and loving him and just like overjoyed with having a new puppy so that is really exciting and I think that that's you know There was a time when I wondered like I don't know if like my heart can handle that again and of course having a dog is such a big part of my life and makes such a big difference in my daily life and how I live so I'm just overjoyed and so happy and so thrilled that he is ours now. So that is what I have to share with you today. I hope that you gleaned some really valuable insights from this episode, and I will talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandajoyceweber.com slash Shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, we'll reach out to everyone that leaves a review and you'll receive my absolutely free life and business changing future you meditation. This mindset exercise is the simplest, easiest way to tap into future you today and start being that woman now. But I'm going to try to share this with you to. But I'm going to try to share this with. Oh my goodness.